Do what you love, love what you do. Why is that so important? I had that tagline added to my business about 20 years ago when I was searching for a better way after leaving the corporate world. And I was convinced that if I was doing what I love to do, then that was one big check off my career mission statement. So the trick then was, how do I get paid to love what I do? That's the tricky part. And I want to talk about that today. I do believe that if you can find what you love to do and you really sink yourself into that and you do your best to not worry about the rest, meaning money, perception, reputation, what everybody else is going to say, think and do around you doing what you love to do. I do believe that things will line up for you and things will take care of itself. It's when you take your eye off the prize meaning doing what you love to do, that when we get, we trip ourselves up. And I've been there a thousand times before, meaning I'm doing what I love to do and I get tripped up because someone says, well, you can't do that. Or what are you doing? What are you crazy? You get tripped up on, with societal beliefs on what you should be doing. And I'll give real life examples. Do what you love, love what you do. So I left corporate making $100,000 at age 30 pretty good. Climbed the corporate ladder, had a blast, amazing company, amazing people, life skills that I could never buy by going to school and had the time of my life. But I knew at 30 that I wanted more and different. So I decided that I was going to find out what I love to do, which was difficult because I was basically a corporate person and what I was doing up until that point was making a lot of money, signing my name and signing deals and contracts and negotiating. And I did a great job, but it was taxing. It was, um, it just took a toll on my body, my mind, my spirit, and it did detract me from what I really love to do. And I, again, I, I did have a great time, but my, you know, my time was, okay, I need to move on and, and, and have new horizons. And there's, there's much more to life than what, than what I see here in this one co company, this one country. I think there, I want to go explore. Okay. I want to go out and see what, what else can I do? If I could do this at age 30, imagine what I could do, you know, going forward. So I started with, what do I love to do? And I started a list and I just started writing down. So get a journal. Journals are our Bible to life. Even if it's a blank journal, even better, a blank journal. Imagine that. It's like a blank canvas. And anything you put in it or on it or paint or create is like totally up to you. And everything's good and great and amazing. So we can work, worry about the logistics later. Now's the time to play and have fun. So do what you love. That's your first exercise to creating a life of passion and purpose. A life of passion is getting to do what you love to do every day. And you know, people get overwhelmed. Oh my gosh, I'm so afraid. What, what if my passion isn't great? What if I can't make all this stuff comes up? And that's natural. Or they think my passion needs to be something like, you know, jumping out of a plane or something like, you know, crazy. And, you know, wow, it doesn't have to be a big wow. But if it's a big wow to you, then that's okay. That's, that's exactly what you're looking for. What is your passion that you like to do? What do you do when you get the day off? 
when you get an unexpected day off or you get a cancellation, you're getting dressed to go to for dinner and somebody has to cancel for whatever reason. What are some of the things that you've been doing in this last year that are kind of maybe your little secret, maybe something that you've been doing and you're like, oh my gosh, I forgot that I like to sew. Oh my gosh, I forgot that I knew how to ride a bicycle. I forgot that I loved to go kayaking. I forgot that I loved being with animals. Oh my gosh. Like what are your, oh my gosh moments? These are clues into what your authentic self is screaming at you inside, way down at the bottom somewhere saying, let's go play. Let's go play. So I've been talking about this for 20 years since I left the corporate world and been doing what I wanted to do every day. And has it been an easy road? No. Has it been lined with gold? No. Has it been fun? Yeah, <laughs> it's totally been fun. Has it been different every single day? Yes. Has it been challenging? You bet. You bet it is. Has it been isolating at times? Eh, at times, but only because I wanted it to be. For the most part, I've traveled the world, where gone where I wanted to go, been with who I wanted to be. For the most part, I've been able to do things that I've never dreamt possible before because I had that open attitude of, hey, let's try it. So by traveling and getting outside of your comfort zone and just starting with something that you love to do, whatever that is, pick one, create a list, get a journal, and just start writing out what you like. See, we weren't taught or encouraged to do this in school. And if you were, it was kind of one of those, I remember in kindergarten painting, you know, I was painting in kindergarten and the teacher was going and looking at all of the um, things that the kids were doing and looked at mine and said, oh, that's, oh, she's painting. Isn't that nice? But you won't, she made it, she either said it or made the impression on me, but that's not a career or you won't make a living doing that. I don't know where that came from. Not blaming anybody, but that was this feeling I got that it was, there was some thing behind her comments that made me feel, oh, that's really nice. You can draw a stick man, but you'll never make a living out of it. And I don't know where that came from, but it just, that's how I felt. So that's how I felt. I lived that with that feeling for a good 10 years after that. And I, and I drew, but I did it secretly. I drew, but I put all my drawings away. I drew, I didn't talk about it. I didn't present myself as an artist. I didn't, I wasn't proud of it. But did I like to do it? You bet I did. I did it at nighttime under the sheets. I did it in closets. I did it secretly in classrooms. And it wasn't until I took a lot of self-development courses and a lot of self-empowerment courses and got into the corporate world that I realized that, wait a minute, I can do, hang on, I am the author of my own life here. This is my, my, this is my ticket. This is my one, one chance to do what I want doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter what all these things that I thought mattered don't really. This is your excuse. This is your time to be whatever you want to be. And when you want, when you say you are an artist, you are a, you fill in the blank. You say it with conviction, with power, with certainty, and you make no excuses and you just do it. You will find lots of skeptics, lots of people that will laugh at you. But you'll find that underneath that laughter, uh, sadly, is them really just saying, I can't do it for myself. And I'm sad to say this, but a lot of it comes from a jealous place, which is really unfortunate. When I said I was going to write a book, every person, 
almost every person, almost, not quite, but almost every person laughed at me. And my biggest critic was myself because I failed English in grade nine and 10, three times. And I remember my teacher saying, you can't write. You don't understand what grammar is. I don't know where you came from, but you basically, sorry, but he didn't say you suck, but <laughs> that's kind of how I felt. Like, he's like, you, you're so bad at grammar and writing that there's no hope for you. That's how I felt. So I lived that. I lived that feeling for a long, long time. And it wasn't until I turned about, I think, 35 or no, well, well, no, it was 40, actually. I wrote The 40-Year-Old Snowbird. There, there you go. See, I get in these creative things and time and space and numbers escape me. Sorry about that. Yeah, I wrote a book called The 40-Year-Old Snowbird. And as I said, I just, I just named it, claimed it, did it. And did I become a famous author? Not yet. Stay tuned. <laughs> but I did it. I finished it. It's on Amazon. I couldn't believe it. I'm a published author. That seems kind of crazy. So it just goes to show you that, you know, you can do whatever you want to do you have conviction, you fill in the blank. I am a, you fill in the blank. Send me or reach out to me and I'll help you. I'll never say no. I may say not yet because I get a lot of requests, but I will help you if you get stuck, in particular if you get stuck. But celebrate your successes with me. Reach out, post on my Facebook wall or LinkedIn or however, which way you want to reach out to me. Let's celebrate being a, you are an artist, you are a whatever, fill in the blank, create your next chapter in life and live your passion, love what you do, and you, we will support you. I promise. I promise we will support you. Onward and upward. This is Tracy Talks with Anchor FM. Thank you very much for joining me and onward and upward. Bye for now.